Welcome, Welcome to, to Faster, Faster Bike, Bike Pod. Pod. Welcome back to our Faster Bike Podcast, everyone. I'm Joanne, and with me as always is Bryant. In today's episode, we are talking tubeless versus tube and comparing different tube options. We will learn that tubeless is the fastest choice in almost any condition. If tubeless is not a possibility, latex tubes are always an option and almost as fast. The newer TPU tubes can be produced with very little material and are a little faster than the classic butyl. But good old black butyl tubes still present the time-tested and cheapest option. So tune in, and if you haven't done so yet, make sure to head to our website, fasterbikeblog.com, for more details and visualizations. So Bryant, this is a very heated topic. Is tubeless faster? Yes, tubeless is faster. You are looking into saving around seven watts over classic butyl. Wow, seven watts. That's significant. Indeed. So when it comes to mounting road tires, you've got three main choices. Tubular, tubeless, and clincher, which involves using an inner tube. Tubular tires are basically tubes that get glued onto the rim. They're a bit old school and not as fast as modern clincher setups, so we won't focus on them much here. Tubeless, as we discussed, doesn't use an inner tube and usually includes a sealant for air tightness and puncture repair. Then you've got clinchers, which use inner tubes. You can choose from butyl, TPU, or latex tubes, each with their own benefits. Now, if you wonder which is which, butyl tubes are the classic, black tubes made of synthetic butyl rubber. TPU tubes are the newer tubes, often color or translucent, made of thermoplastic polyurethane. And latex tubes, you guessed it made of latex and often in pinkish or pastel-like color. So there are quite a few options to consider. Exactly. And if you want to dive even deeper, I'd recommend checking out the video from GCN. They cover all things related to bicycle tires. You can find the video on the blog post. We will put the link to the blog post on the podcast description. So we've got some really detailed data here from Bicycle Rolling Resistance. They did a test back in March 2022 to compare different tire setups using the Continental GP 5000 STR tire. They looked at various inner tubes and tubeless setups at different pressures, 60, 80, and 100 PSI. 60 and 80 PSI are probably the most realistic pressures with 25 to 30 millimeter road bike tires these days. I'd say so. Interestingly, materials seem to be much more important than weight in determining how fast the setup is. That's interesting. Let's dive into the results. Sure. So, tubeless using 20 milliliter of sealant came out on top as the fastest option with the least rolling resistance. And for inner tubes, latex was the fastest option coming closest to the tubeless. Latex. Hmm. What about the Superlight TPU? Interestingly, the heavier Vittoria latex still outperformed some lighter TPU and butyl tubes, showcasing the material advantage of latex. TPU, on the other hand, didn't show a huge difference in material properties compared to butyl. However, because TPU tubes can be made lighter and thinner, they tend to be a bit faster. Oh, considering the price difference, I was expecting more. Yeah, butyl tubes are the heaviest and slowest with the Continental Race 28 weighing in at 105 gram. However, the thinner version, the Continental Race 28 Lite, actually performed a bit better than the much lighter Tubolito Road, which is only 39 gram, 
This again points out that TPU doesn't necessarily have an inherent material advantage over butyl. Another fascinating blog post on this topic was from AeroCoach. It's interesting that their watt numbers are roughly twice as high. Yeah, that's probably due to their different setup and the overall drivetrain losses. They used rollers for their testing. And while their numbers are higher, it's the relative performance of the tubes that we're interested in. True. In this test, latex tubes came out on top again, followed by TPU, and then butyl. They also noted that lighter tubes generally perform better, and they added an interesting perspective in their conclusion. They mentioned that the lightest TPU inner tube, the Revolup Ultra Race, would only outperform its latex counterparts when the gradient is over 15%. That is quite steep. So we actually went online in search of such steep climbs. Some of the most famous Tour de France climbs, the Alpe d'Huez or Mont Ventoux, have average gradients of less than 8%. But we found one climb that came close. Muro di Sermano, with average gradient of over 14%, could be the one climb where lightest TPU tubes would shine over latex. Yes, that was an interesting search. But there is one real advantage with the TPU, and that is they are not only light, but also very compact, taking very little space in your tool pack. So the best setup, in my opinion, would be to switch to tubeless as the fastest option and keep TPU instead for repair kits. Yeah, that's how I have it set up. But Bryant, why is tubeless fastest? We will go deeper into what makes a tire faster and the physics of it in another episode. But in a nutshell, a faster tire has minimum energy loss when undergoing compression and decompression while rolling along on the pavement. Now, when there's a tube inside the tire, the friction between the tire and the tube creates extra energy loss. That's why tubeless systems are generally faster. They simply eliminate this internal friction. Makes sense. Now, what about the differences in performance of the different tubes? In general, the less material, the less energy is lost. Thinner materials mean less energy loss because there's less material to create friction. But there's a trade-off. Thinner tubes are more prone to punctures. Right. There's always a balance to be found. But in the world of tubes, then, why is latex faster than other options? That comes down to hysteresis. The hysteresis? Basically, the energy return or how much energy the tire and tube combination gives back after being compressed is crucial. More energy returned equals less lost, making the setup faster. Okay, I'm following the logic. So I assume latex returns more energy than butyl. You got it. In fact, latex returns about 75% of the energy, which is way more than the 20% returned by standard butyl tubes. That's a significant difference in energy loss, making latex tubes much faster and almost as fast as tubeless. There's this YouTube video from Silka where Josh Portner demonstrates the difference in energy return between materials in a visual way. He uses two small balls, one made of latex and the other of butyl, and drops them on the floor. The difference is stark. The latex ball bounces back significantly higher than the butyl one. That's brilliant. So you actually see that latex loses less energy. Precisely. And when you think about that in the context of bike tires, it translates directly to speed and efficiency. For our listeners, we would definitely include this video in the blog. But Bryant, if the tube option is at best as good as tubeless, then why doesn't everyone just go tubeless? Well, there is always an inertia to adopting to a new system. 
Also, the initial setup of the tubeless is for sure more cumbersome and complicated than the clincher system with the tubes. Yeah, some of my friends hate dealing with the sealant in tubeless tires. It can make a mess, especially if you don't handle or maintain the tubeless tires correctly. Exactly. But personal preferences aside, there are a couple scenarios where tubeless may not be the best choice for safety reasons. For example, using tubeless is not ideal in track cycling. Imagine getting a puncture on a velodrome and having sealant spray all over the track. It's a mess, and probably a quick way to get banned from a velodrome. Yikes, that sounds like a disaster. I think tubulars are the go-to option in track cycling. They are, mainly because they handle high pressures well and stay on the rim. But latex is gaining ground now, given its performance and ease of use. They're perfect for short sessions on the track. The only disadvantage is that air is lost quickly at about 1 PSI per hour. This means you must pump before every ride, which can be especially difficult on multi-day events. Now, it is clear that tubeless is not an option for track. But are there any other drawbacks for tubeless off the track? Well, another downside of tubeless tires is dealing with major punctures. Small holes can seal themselves, but for significant damage, you'd need tire plugs, which might not always work. It is recommended to always bring a spare tube as a means of last resort on a tubeless setup. And that's where TPU tubes shine. For sure, they are the lightest and pack the smallest. However, looking at the comments around the internet and experience from the local community, the thin TPU tubes seem prone to blowouts and punctures independent of brand, which doesn't make it a great choice beyond that purpose. So it is probably advisable to go for a little beefier option, such as Revolup Race or Schwalbe Arathon. But then wouldn't Butyl be a more cost-effective option for this scenario? Yeah, the Continental Race 28 is a popular and affordable option for the classic tube scenario. It appears to be faster than the Schwalbe SV20 Lite. But as mentioned, they are bulkier and heavier than TPU tubes, so they would take up much more space in your toolkit. Got it. Thanks, Bryant, for all this information. And this was our episode. Tubeless is the fastest choice, yet its alternatives have their use cases. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit subscribe and share with your friends. Also, don't forget to head to our website, FasterBikeBlog.com, for more exciting content that makes you faster. Accelerate your ride. Until next time. <laughs>